So I'm a little bit late coming to my next interview. Uh, t- I took the uh, wrong way on the subway just now. Where am I going? I have an appointment with Georgi Potapowski, of course. And who is Georgi? He's an artist whose work merges the boundaries between the audio and visual. He's been known to dabble in a bit of street art, and his latest album, recorded under the name Ujif Not Found, is five hours long. And you can hear a bit of it in the background right now. Where is his studio? Well, it's somewhere at the top of a very steep hill. All around me, there were there are tower blocks. Each one seems to be a different shade. We've got some orange and some yellow. And there's a sort of ornateness that reminds me of like speeding past in a car, a cake shop, and just briefly glancing at all of the layers and beautiful pastel colours of the cakes. At the top of the hill, I meet Georgi. We go into a building, up some stairs, along a corridor, and then we reach his studio. Okay, my name is Georgi Potapalski. I'm from Kyiv. Well, I live in Kyiv, <laughs> but actually I'm not from Kyiv. Uh, no... I don't know, as people say, I'm a media artist, but actually I don't even understand, I don't even know what is it. (laughs) (laughs) I just uh, play with some technologies, music and visual technologies, sculptures, kinetic sculptures, and so on. And what are you working on at at the moment? Oh, uh, I uh, finally I need to uh, release uh, album on uh, my album on Kvitno rec- uh, label yeah. with Tima Fedorenko and we oh, it's so long time we uh, planning it so already three years and finally uh, the, the release will be <laughs> amazing long five hours <laughs> five hours of music five hours yes. <laughs> how do you release that um, how, what kind of format is that we decided to put it uh, everything uh, digital release yeah absolutely. Uh, and for such music which I made, it's uh, some kind of endless, absolutely endless algorithmic music, which I can produce all the time. You know, like mm. uh, with, uh, f- just you put the button to start, and the algorithm goes, and so on. So of course I have a lot of records. Just uh, it's all live records which I play. Yeah. And Dim, uh, I asked Dima to find something, little parts from these lives uh, to make album. But uh, after three years, he said, "Okay, I like everything, so it will be everything." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. So if I if I w- go to listen to this, what? You know, could you recommend a way for me to listen, like a good, good sort of visual <laughs> accompaniment to where I'm sitting? Or? I don't know. Finally, for me, it's really hard to to listen such big parts of, of sound. You know, it's like ten, twenty minutes sometimes, uh, and I can't uh, listen to my own music at all, actually, because it only uh, five or six years after when uh, I separate myself. From <laughs> and I even don't know who played this music. Maybe it's not me already. I just don't remember anything. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's much. It's, it's like just coming out of a relationship. Maybe at the time for me when I used to make music, or mm-hmm. it's just like a little bit too. I maybe raw, or maybe I listen and go, oh, why did I put this stupid mm-hmm. sound here? Yes, you know. Yes. <laughs>
Were you always a little bit of music, a little bit of visual mm -hmm. since being a child? Or? I don't know, maybe the first was the uh, this vinyl player. Yes, Which yes. I use and uh, I start to experiment with it uh, when I was, I don't know, maybe six years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just put some some strange things on it and listen to the different sound and broke uh, once I broke um, vinyl yeah I used to, to do that with a, with a tape yeah. recorder and and kind of put it by record the TV from it and yeah. play with the loops and but actually it was absolutely um, in that time in Soviet Union we uh, we, we don't have some information about I know that such system already was from 1950 60 mm. 60s but of course I never heard about this and never saw something. It was just a, a natural experiment. I really pick up on this experimental enthusiasm from the way his studio is. Some artists' studios are super minimal, and then you get some, which are like where we're sat now, that are full of things. Things from the future, like computer screens displaying algorithmical patterns, and things from a more older time, like parts of clay statues, tools and pens. The thing that kind of, with, your, with the work, a lot of your work that I, I find is, there's a real relationship to seeing the city and mm -hmm. buildings in a certain mm -hmm. way. Um, can you describe what for you this means? It's the biggest part of my life, uh, uh, what I see. And uh, I just, I don't know, I just like walk, walking uh, and I'm, I'm trying not to use any uh, transport, cars or something like this. Uh, because I think that uh, I was the, the generation of uh, player and walking. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when I was young, of course, I, I used some weed and I like to smoke. If it's okay, I can of course, say. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was very, very, very uh, powerful thing, which uh, makes my uh, me what I am today <laughs> mm. <laughs> to say. Because yeah, uh, I like w bicycle uh, walking and listen music. Uh, it was the end of uh, 1990s. Mm -hmm. uh, this uh, moment when when I found a lot of new music, which was very imp impressed for me, like Pansonic, uh, Escape label with Jan Jelenic and Stefan Betke, Paul, and uh, of course Flanger, uh, and a lot of uh, experimental music. Yeah. Which put in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, a different way to see the city as well. Yes, yeah, yeah, and that, that's the point. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's like... Uh, Endless uh, clip sound, no, visual for uh, for the music. Yeah, yeah. Does Kiev have a sound? Uh, yeah, but to uh, to to get it, it's very hard uh, to um, to catch it. Yeah, because uh, when I when you live here you you need to change places you need to change the area which you hear to hear something new every time sometimes i go to mountains uh, and to, to the sea and just to change 
this soundscape. You know, one of the, uh, being this is my second time here, and I, I've only really seen that much mm -hmm. of the city. But what I and I might be wrong in thinking this, mm -hmm. but it seems to me that the city at the moment has some real contrasts between very new and very mm -hmm. old. Well, the interesting thing that uh, with this old city, all this. Um, beauty uh, very very old uh, buildings no actually it's not natural for uh, kiev because it was absolutely copied with uh, and it's not so good copy from yeah. italian mm. <laughs> you know, uh, architecture mm. and so on so i don't know i think that some intelligent people in, in that time when all this building uh, was built uh, they understand that it's some kitsch or something like this but of course some buildings are really cool are very interesting definitely i think from from somewhere that's further west in europe myself yeah. you know i i coming from the airport the first thing you see is these you're using the word kitsch and mm -hmm. i kind of reminded me of uh, looking at cakes in a mm. in a cake yeah, yeah. shop window. Yeah, so that's where how we call this. Yeah. <laughs> <Cakes>. <laughs> piece of Georgi's work that really grabbed me is a piece called Car Beat. It's what you can hear playing right now. In this, he created a setup on a bridge where every time a vehicle passes under, a musical event gets triggered. It's a work where all of his elements seem to combine. Street art, audiovisual, and the experimental chance ideas of John Cage. I wanted to know more about this idea. This connection between people and the city, uh, hard to explain in English, uh, it's the way in some strange way com communicating with Prostranstvo, uh, with space. Yeah, and uh, I decided that uh, it would be very interesting to put media in street art. So media street art, it, it's what I interesting in. It's part of what I'm interested in. So no, I already made a few pro uh, projects uh, in this series, and just walk around the, the street and I <laughs> saw these uh, cars. No, I, I stood on the bridges and saw how cars go. And of course for musician it's very similar with sequencer. Uh, that's, that's it. And then t only 10 years after I just uh, programmed this uh, stuff to, to connect cars to sound and so on. It's great. I, I, I like, that's kind of what I was watching the video for. It is it sort mm -hmm. of reminded me part of like watching waveforms and also yeah. of sheet music, uh, classical sheet music. Uh, as well. uh, yeah, but uh, actually, you know, the problem is that every time I made the system, the program which have a lot of um, possibilities, mm. but uh, I use just five processes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, actually, it was very hard uh, project because there uh, was a lot of stuff with me and uh, you know it's not so I think it's not so legal and uh, we can I can have many questions from police because the bridges it's uh, how to say they uh, no they control the bridges right <laughs> okay so what what could happen if the police sort of decided that they didn't like you doing that no, I think it's just some 
no little problems like they put me in the <laughs> police station <laughs> right <laughs> they yeah. will ask to write some uh, un- uh, explanation of what I'm doing Georgi is pretty much the consumer artist in the kind of classical sense, I guess, even though he's using incredibly modern means and not just modern means in terms of the technology that he's using, you know, like in in the mezzanine in his studio, uh, there's all these computers set up to uh, music and visual algorithm patterns like Maximus P and things like that. Um, but in the way that he's he's multi between all of these different platforms between the visual and the audio you know we're approaching more of a time now where like these kind of sort of barriers between different arts are less less relevant but at the same time he still has this kind of classic artist vibe about him you know the whole studio complex where his studios are it's it's artisan crafts people you know you can smell the wood being cut you can kind of smell the clay, you know, it's, it's that kind of vibe. After bidding farewell to Georgi, I had just enough time to grab a coffee before my next appointment. I walked through a market along the side of a road. Old ladies yell out. I don't know what they're saying though, but I think they're yelling out the names of fruit. And even if they wrote it down, I wouldn't be able to read it because the alphabet here is a different alphabet to mine. Most people in the city speak Russian. In the more hipster cafes, a flat white is written as a flat white, just as much as Tame Impala could well be on the stereo. But generally, signposts, street signs, whatever else, letters I'm familiar with are replaced with new patterns. Stuff that looks like what I know, but isn't. So instead, I focus on what I hear as just sound. And talking of buildings... What is this huge fuck-off building I'm approaching now? The music in this episode is of course by Georgi, under the name Yujif Not Found. Firstly, an excerpt from the five-hour-long Process album, released on the label Vidnu. And then following this, car beat and you can hear and see more of that on his website all the music you hear in this series is by kiev based artists <laughs> 